you're gonna see on days that I feel really good, I've eaten really well. I've moved my body, I've done something for my mindset. On days where I'm like, oh, I feel like I was dragging today. Most of the time it's because I didn't drink enough water. I probably overdid it on some sugar. You can't just be checking off the boxes of, I worked out today, I hit my macros. Like, how are we feeling with what we're doing? Welcome to Rockstar Mindset. My name is Jessica Thompson. I go by Rockstar. I'm an Air Force veteran, an entrepreneur, a mother, and a wife. On this show, I share personal stories and life experiences that will help you bring out your inner Rockstar. What is a Rockstar, you ask? A Rockstar is someone that inspires others and that is a symbol of light in a world full of darkness. If you're looking to level up, and as I say, life better, then this is a show for you. Check it out. I just had this conversation with my personal training client and we were talking about, she's trying to dial back into her nutrition and she was like thinking about it more as an adult. There's so many things I have to unlearn from a kid. Mm. Same thing with me. My mom was Italian. So all it was was pastas and breaded things, this, that, and the other thing. Our generation lived in that clean the plate thing. You didn't, you didn't get up until you cleaned the plate, right? Which is not a healthy mindset, right? And so she was like, I have to unlearn a lot of things. Well, that applies here. I don't want the kids to, to learn tracking and macros. I want the kids to learn what their plate's supposed to look like, how the right. day is supposed to look like versus chasing numbers. That's an adult thing. And that's an adult thing because sometimes we can't get our together and that's how we hold ourselves accountable because as your brain grows, you're more goal-oriented, goal right? And those kind of things, we can have a healthy mindset with goals and numbers and that kind of thing. With the young adolescents, they need to actually learn what to look for visually on the plate and connecting how does that make me feel right. versus tracking. Well, that's where I feel like I am right there with Max. Yeah. Like I am trying to learn as well, because even like the last, okay, since I got back from Vegas, um, I lost five pounds, but over the weekend, and I talked to you last week and had great, went in James, Friday night, had dinner planned, everything. James is like, I think I'm going to get the Papadillas from Papa John's. The boys really um, were all interested, right? But I was like, no, I don't want you to do that because then I'm going to want pizza. And then he was like, well, you don't have to eat pizza. And I'm like, dude, like you're going to have Papa John's. And I mean, that's like a serious attempt. So I got pizza. But listen, I got a small pizza. Well, I'm proud of myself because I feel like this is growth, whether we want to say you should just cut the pizza out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally because it was left for Saturday. But anyways, I got a small, right? Tiny, four little, however many little pieces. And I got the Italian trio because I went through before I ordered and looked on your app at the macros. So I was like, this has the sausage, the meat, the, you know, the cheese. Like, I love pizza. I will always eat pizza, but I yeah. am thinking, okay. Now um, I'm going to buy my own crust and we're going to have homemade pizza Fridays yes. and we're going to fill with our own stuff. 
I'm getting there. Um, no, I'm saying <laughs> I love that idea. But, but but like Friday's pizza day, right? And I'm trying to get everybody on board. Like Max is Monday. He's going to cook dinner on Monday. I'm trying to get like, like everybody cook a day. And then Friday we have frozen. It was frozen pizza where I had like DiGiorno's and then we were doing little Caesars. And it's like whatever. But like I don't like having it left over because if I'm having a Friday night cheat night or whatever or the meal – then I don't want it on Saturday and I don't want it there because if it's there, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, Like it's, I'm not going to throw away the pizza that I like slobbered over the night before, you know? So, so anyways, and this week, like, so a non-scale victory for me for nutrition, I want a soft, uh, salted pretzel from the concession stand. And I have wanted one since last Thursday. So Lincoln had a game Thursday. He had a game Friday. He had a game yesterday was Monday. Dude, I packed a lunch for the baseball um, game. I had buffalo chicken bites, a yeah. little finger ranch to dip it in. I had watermelon and apple with peanut butter, uh, vegetables with hummus. And I didn't eat all of anything, but I had a little bit of everything. And I yeah. tracked it all, right? But I was like, I don't even want to eat out. Like, I'm like, okay, let's just grab something because it's convenient. I'm hot. I'm tired. I don't want to wait for somebody else. What do I have at home that I can eat? So like actually having the stuff at my house has made a huge difference. So Mm -hmm. it makes me want to meal prep more and then um, figuring out what makes me feel good. So when I said I wanted to talk about nutrition, like looking at the plate and knowing what a good carb, a good fat and a good protein is, I need to know that versus like, here's the number and this is how it comes out. And then in applying throughout the day, if I feel tired, I need to eat this. If I feel like I want salt, then I need this. If I feel like I need sugar, I need because I'm pretty in tune with my body. And then also I'm noticing I have milk, but we're going to finish this gallon and then try a gallon of almond milk or yeah, whatever almond. substitute. Yeah. Like milk, we're isn't bad. milk isn't bad for you. It's just, again, what I, you're doing on the totality of the day. And sometimes dairy bothers people. Like it's me. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure that dairy is bothering me and I want to try it to see if it helps us with inflammation. Yeah. And if like the sugar, like the excess sugar, and then also I, I, um, I would like, like if I, when I go, it makes me not want to drink my iced coffee or whatever, because I'm putting all that milk in it. And when yeah. I go tracking, I'm like, where is all this sugar coming from? Now I'm figuring all this out, what these things are. I just thought this was the way my life was, that I was, you know, coming into the age. So it was going to be this way. It's going to be this way. What well, doesn't have to be. So I just want to know so that I can educate, first of all, myself and then my children and then other people. Yeah. So I want to figure So I'm like. So when we first started, I gave you an email with the nutrition template, correct? Yeah. I have all of the things and I printed it out and I put it right here in my folder. So it's like my so- nutrition in, in that template, I literally list out proteins, fats, carbs, grocery list, all of that. So you can go in and pick your plate, but there should be a page where it says actual, a list of proteins. So I go into, I break it down to individual macros too. So there's a, a, there's a, a graph that shows lean to fatty protein. Then there's a whole list of high dense carbs and carbs and then there's some list of like healthy fats. All you got to okay. do is build your plate. 
Okay. Thank you. Awesome. I will oh, that's work to on get this. you. Yeah. Kickstarted. And then, you know, for the tiredness and stuff like that, it literally is making the good stuff more of a priority because I bet if you journaled how you felt every day, you would notice on days that you have lack energy, you've either had too much sugar, not enough food during the day, or like maybe you you had like heavy carbs or a lot of processed yeah. things, right? So we tend to feel really good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, because that's are the days that it's the beginning of the week and I'm getting my together. It's come Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when we start to be like, you know what, I'm going to have this, you know what, I'm going to have the pizza. Okay. Well, I, it. I had the pizza last night, so I'm going to have the ice cream today. You know what? It, I'm going to have the breadsticks. And then that rolls over to no matter if we're having the three good days, we're still not going to, our body's still trying to catch up and be like, you know, we were doing good. Now I have all this overload process stuff. We were doing good, but now I'm under my protein. It's like your body hasn't got a chance to like level out so you can feel that constant good energy. So that's why I keep telling people more of the good stuff, less of the process stuff. But I would even, again, that's why I'm really big on the mindset. I would, I tell people at the end of the day, like write down things that went well and some things that you can improve on. Like that's why I use the five minute journal. It gives me that space to write three things that went well. And I always include something with my nutrition because that's how I feel good. And one Wait, thing- I'm going to write this down. The, so I have the gratitude. You're talking about the gratitude journal. Yeah. The five minute journal. Yeah. You do three I, things that what three things. So at the end well. of, yeah, at the end of the day, it tells you to write three things that went well. Okay. And so I always try to include stuff about besides like my wins, whether it's with business or a conversation or somebody giving me a compliment or just feeling good. Like I try to include something. Most of the things are about my nutrition, fitness mindset journey. So I would use that as a self-awareness of like, how did I, like, what did go well today? Looking back and being like, okay, I really dialed in on my eating my protein. I really, I could have said, screw it. And I end up, you know, making good choices. And then it also gives you a space to say what could have gone better and like do a little self-awareness evaluation of like, how do, so it's not just about like, what could have been better? How do I feel in this moment? Do I feel like I ate enough? Do I feel like I have good energy? Do I feel, did I feel like I was slumpy during the day? Or I really felt like I was like able to go through the day and then kind of like tracking that as well, because you're going to see on days that I feel really good, I've eaten really well. I've moved my body. I've done something for my mindset on days where I'm like, oh, I feel like I was dragging today. Most of the time it's because I didn't drink enough water. I probably overdid it on some sugar. I didn't eat enough protein or maybe didn't eat enough stuff or I, you know, I should have worked out and I could have worked out and I decided to, to not when I had no reason not to like those things, it's, it's tracking all of that along with hitting the macros. It can't just be, like I say, it can't just be checking off the boxes of I worked out today. I hit my macros. Like, how are we feeling with what we're doing? So if I'm not hitting the macros, how do I feel about it? Like noticing, like you said, I don't feel that great when I eat a lot of processed stuff. Okay, then we got to fix that so you feel better. How can I cut some of that out or make those little swaps like doing the grilled pizzas or homemade pizzas at night versus the pizza out? So you can feel good. But it, I, I was it's self-awareness too. But yeah, that the template 
that I give everybody when they first start with me list out all examples of protein, fats, and carbs. Because again, when I started my journey, I felt like it was besides my, my one really good jewels, my nutrition coach who really kind of went over, like, these are proteins, these are fats, these are carbs. Most of the, the coaches before that or the online coaches were just like, here are your macros. And it's like, but I don't know what a protein is. Right. I don't know what a carb is. And that's why I do the detailed template as I do, because it's more, again, we're trying to unlearn things from our childhood. It's more than chasing uh, numbers, numbers and macros. It's literally, that's why I put the plate thing in. It's visually looking at my plate because again, when we're creating a lifestyle, when I went to Costa Rica, I didn't track a damn thing. And I didn't come back feeling like I was starting over or I gained a bunch of weight or I lost I lost track or whatever, because I've learned to look at what my plate needs to be. So doing that with the, your son would be huge, huge for you and huge for him. He needs to learn visually what he needs, not chasing numbers. You can chase numbers, right? Just like you've learned a healthy relationship with chasing numbers on the barbell, let him learn the visual part of it and learn with him. But it basically, you just build a plate. So speaking of chasing the barbell, so we had, we're through our strength training cycle Mm -hmm. and we're doing our one max reps this week. So I was doing my snatch one rep max yesterday and my previous one was 65 pounds. Now I'm almost positive. I know I can muscle up more yeah, muscle up more weight, but it's literally a muscle up and not a snatch. So I've yeah. been really trying to get my snatch form. So yesterday I started out at 55 to warm up and then I um, went up to 70 because I knew I could do 65. I got it up. I kept my form. I mean, like my thing is like, I don't, I go, I go to muscle it up with my arms yeah. versus doing the full pull and it's, getting the shrug, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I've come to know that snatches are a very difficult movement for most people. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can do it, but like to really get a good one, you know what I mean? Like other people in the gym are like, I need snatches because they're hard, right? Yeah. Like I'm in my head all the time because I'm like, break the bar into your knee, rock back on your feet, yeah. breathe, you know, get ready. Like yeah. I talk to myself while I do it. So it's not natural yet. But anyways, I got 70 and I was super excited because a five pound PR is like decent, yeah, I think. And in a, you know, the, the cycle and holding the form, well, I went up to 75 and I dropped it twice. Like I couldn't get it. I did get it up, yeah. but it wasn't pretty. And I was like, I don't want to do a max like that. If it isn't better, I just Girl, don't want to do it. Max. <laughs> Well, and that's what they say, but okay. So after this, my point of all this to nutrition is I got lightheaded and felt like cloudy. Like I had little spots in front of my eyes. Is that like normal or should I, um, so Sunday nights, because of what I've done over the weekend, which I'm trying to work out of, like I tried to do better on Sunday, I overeat. And I may overeat in good things, but I still eat too. I don't know why. It's a cycle and I'm trying to change it. I don't want to feel bad on Monday morning. I don't want to feel bad on Wednesday morning. Like the whole thing is like, yeah. I want to be strong in my workout. So is that like, and I have, I so I wake up, I have my um, MLT bomb. So I have my scoop of MLT, the half a um, packet of Nura V, and then yeah. usually like 16 to 20 ounces of water, maybe yeah. not even 20. 
whatever I can do to get it down. And then I complement it with my regular water, like yeah. in my water bottle, right? Throughout the workout. That's all I have because I am at the gym by 5, 15, 5 30, And then I'm there until 7 30. I do mobility first. And then I do the wad from six to seven. So my question is like, I don't like eating breakfast. I don't like working out with stuff on my stomach. I never have. I never will. Like, I you don't have to. I don't. I never work out. I never, if I work out in the morning, I, I don't usually eat unless I have like energy balls or something like that, that I like to just have with my coffee. I don't eat. My guess is it could have been a lot of different things from the weekend. Like if you didn't hydrate enough or if you really carb overloaded where your body's kind of like overstimulated from it and just feels like crap. And it could just be the anxiety of you're trying to get this heavy weight over your head and it's just your body kind of freaking out. Okay. So okay. it could be lots of things, but yeah, I would say nutrition wise, you know, if you're overloading processed things and carbs and now you're trying to walk, work out, your body's like, what the heck? But right. my guess is it was probably just a little bit, and you could have been dehydrated, just a little bit of anxiety, probably of trying to the excitement okay. and the anxiety of trying to get the thing over your head. But again, it's more of the good stuff, less of the processed stuff. That's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. I'm seeing it. I'm, I mean, yeah. I feel I mean, good. You, I, look at how much changes you have made. Feels like it should be more and quicker. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? Like, I feel like because I because you're be... unlearning years worth of bad habits, years worth of bad habits. That's what people don't understand. It's years worth of bad habits. It's gonna take longer than three months to snap out of it. Like, this yeah. is years of things and feelings and emotions and habits and self-doubt and whatever it is that you have to work through. So it takes time. Again, it took me two and a half years with my coach before it clicked, before I had that aha moment of like, oh, girl, you probably should eat a little bit more. And then it was actually doing that for like another year before I actually saw things that I wanted to see. I honestly did not really see changes and the way I do until COVID hit. Because I really didn't start getting my stuff together until right before COVID, I would say. Then it was really dialing it in. I had no other choice. And it was the bodybuilding stuff. It was changing my workouts. And then really versus checking off the boxes, it was really learning the importance of food is fuel. More good food is going to be more fuel that my body is actually going to use. That's awesome. it, it takes a while. That's why I get frustrated. When people are like, why isn't it happening faster? I'm like, took me four years. Not I can't believe that you, weeks. I can't believe you didn't quit. Like four years is a really long time. Because as humans, we're goal setters, right? So it got to a point where I was seeing some changes and feeling some changes. Like I was feeling good. I was like, okay, so what if I did this a little bit more? What if I dialed this in a little bit more? Okay, what if I worked on my mindset? Just like with sobriety, I'm five and a half years sober, right? It's an everyday journey, everyday thing to keep working on it. Just like our fitness and nutrition and mindset journey. It's an everyday practice. It's not a season. I'm not sober just for the holidays. I'm sober every single day. So I treat my journey as that. Like it has to be one day at a time. And it has to be, what am I going to do today to add to me feeling my best self? And it looks different. Um, but right. like non-negotiables, like we've talked about before. And obviously my non-negotiable is, you know, I have to, I have to stay sober. But that gives a lot of, discipline to the other things I do in my life too. If I can stay sober, I can do anything. (laughs) 
If right. I can stay sober in the world that we live in, I can do anything. I think that's incredible to even look at it that way. And I didn't think about my like sobriety from food addiction as in not overeating, not eating the wrong things and like literally fueling my body. Like that's where my mentality is now. And I like I have every day effort, every day effort. And even in sobriety, if somebody falls off the wagon, we don't say like, all right, well, screw you. the disorder with eating and the addiction with eating has to be treated the same way. You work on sobriety the very next day, right? Keeping at it, making better choices each time. I really, I really like chasing the feeling of feeling good versus like a long-term though, not the high that food gives me or the euphoria after I eat for, you know, uh, whatever I'm so excited about, but that is, that's been hard on learning all in itself. Like, getting past that feeling of yay we're eating this and then you're uncomfortable for an hour because that's what I do like when I you know what I mean I have like the dairy or something super high in carbs I want to be mindful of your but I think this will be a great little refresher almost doing this with your son and helping him learn as you learn again. And like I said, we can talk more if you want to get them on my app and start, we can, I can have a conversation with him. We can get them on my app and submit the pictures and all that kind of stuff, but look at the templates I sent and just help him build his plates better. And then let that filter for you. And then you're just looking at making sure you have enough of the numbers because of how much you're working out and that kind of stuff. Um, okay. But just use it as like a, a like a, a, a refresher, relearning um, that relationship because now you're showing him what that what that looks like, and it's okay to right. learn together. I think that's, that's powerful. Awesome. I do too. I feel really. That's good why about I let it. the moms. I let the moms bring their kids to She Wolf or the gym. Like, a if you ha- if that's the only way you're going to get it done, we'll figure it out. But also, your kids are watching you. Your kids are watching you be healthy and enjoy yourself and work hard and community and pushing yourself and self-care. The kids need to see that. Right. So he needs I'm to really... see you learning all that. So then he's learning all that with you. And then you do it together. I think it makes a difference too, because in June, we're all going to CrossFit together at 6 a.m. Like That's when awesome. they're out of school, yeah. we've all decided me and Lincoln and Max. So, um, so yeah, so I'm really excited about it. And I think it makes me feel good to see them feeling good and yeah. like seeing the changes. I mean, like when Max approached me about it and was talking about eating better, making better choices, like he even said this, like we got home and I was like, what are we going to do for lunch? I got all these back-to-back calls and he's like, well, I kind of wanted noodles. And I was like, me too, but we don't have any because I didn't buy them and I didn't put them on the list because if they're in the house, I'm going to eat them. And it's like the Lipton noodles, the sides or whatever. And so I was yeah. like, well, what about a salad? What about chicken? We have chicken bites, which I know they are not the most amazing, but they're okay. And they go on the salad. Right. So yeah. like, I was like, let's have chicken bites with salad. And, um, like we were both excited about it and I'm buying all these things for salad and I'm having snacks as like nuts on the side, right. That like fuel you versus, you know, it's just different. It's just different. Um, It's different. It's learning the things more of the good, less of the, less of the other.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you got some value from this episode, would you do me a favor and leave a review? It will help me grow and connect with others and we'll be able to collaborate and change the world together. Um, You can also follow me and connect with me on my other socials. Um, Jessica Baker Thompson on Facebook at Rockstar Mindset JT on Instagram. So follow me in all the places. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode of Rockstar Mindset. Mindset.